And now, Remba explains. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Remba Explains Season 3. World premiere. World premiere. Flex bomb. (laughs) Uh, It is season three. I am here with a a wonderful person to launch the new season. My guy, my guy Wesley Lowry, (laughs) aka Young Young Suit and Tie. Do what I can. You know, figure I'd bring a little class to this podcast. Jay Z and Timberlake before Jay Z and Timberlake. You did know. suit you, you've been wearing a suit and tie for a long time? A little going back, you know that was my like old even like high school look was kind of like polo, little tie, and, like, you know, yeah. like to be did a lot of internships. So yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were showing off from the beginning. I'm gonna write a uh, high school look. We're gonna come back well, we, to that. I th- we should circle the wagons back on that one. I think I I have been thinking about this lately. Being at a uh, a wedding this past weekend with like college friends and think talking about high school looks. It's been mm. it's been a topic of conversation. Wesley Lowry is <laughs> <clears throat> works at the Washington Post. Yep. Has a new job title, and I'm going. I wrote it down because I didn't want to get it right, <laughs> get it wrong. Sorry. The national correspondent for law enforcement and justice. Yeah. So, like I said, essentially, uh, I cover it uh, when when a white cop in your city shoots an unarmed black man. Usually, often, um, that happens. I, I got it. So, a lot of a lot of job security right now. That's um, it's it's an unfortunate. Here's the thing: like, I wish you didn't have that job. I, I do too. Like, you know, I wish you had your old job. It, it, well, and it's and it's weird and it's tough because it's this, it's very it's kind of it can be emotional at times. It's, it's hard. You spend like a, my inbox is just full of people sending me like videos of their loved ones getting beat by police. And I, it, yes. I mean, it can be kind of trying. I was in, on the West Coast yesterday and I felt the need to stop in Fruitvale Station where Oscar Grant was killed because yeah. like, and that was like this morbid kind of. Tour. I was like, I can't drive past past Fruitvale on the way to the airport. Like, I've got to yeah. Like, do your like, isn't this my job? Like, yeah, yes. like, you know, and but in the same way, it's this very straight. It's unfortunate that these types of positions are being necessitated. You know? But it's the other side of that is it's better that <clears throat> they are being focused on than them continue to just happen because it's not like this hasn't been happening. Well, of course, exactly. And I think that one of the things we've seen the last year or so is now we've got all this video evidence all the time. You got people who are more proficient in social media. Like when something happens in your community, no one's like, well, wonder if the news is going to cover it. Yeah. Everyone makes sure that these stories get out there. And so we're seeing, you know, news organizations start to pay more attention. Yeah. Did you, I guess going Going, you weren't on the national desk. Were you? Were you on? Were, so, you, were you technically on the? So national I was desk? technically on the national desk because I was on the political desk, which is underneath the national desk. So I was like yeah. a national political reporter on like Congress primarily. For those of you that like only know about the internet, uh, a couple <laughs> things. One, um, some people actually work at desks, newspapers. In, in uh, fact, what, Wesley, they're, they're Wesley works at a newspaper. It is a newspaper. Uh, a. Uh, a newspaper. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna break this down all the way. I, I, I appreciate it. A newspaper uh, is something you can hold. Uh, there is a web part and also a paper part that has news in it. Uh, and I about when would when did I come to DC and I when I finally came to the office. Came like the a, office. So a it was like maybe a month ago. It was around Selma time, and so that was what in the beginning of March. Beginning of March. March. Shout out. Shout out Air Force One. So we were. Um, <laughs> Shout out Air Force One. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I, like, uh, a little, little humble brag. Little yeah, we're out here. explains we're humble out brag. Here. We're out here. Um, that was the first time I'd ever seen like the full Washington Post pit, which is like very much a pit. 
No, and it I, is. And I liked it. I, I was like into it. Like, well, and that's what I, I liked. I liked it a lot. I, I like, you know, I've, I've worked for a lot of newspapers. Like that's yes. been my thing. And I, and I really like the kind of old newsroom feel. I mm. like the big offices with a ton of people. And like theoretically, we're all on the same team. Like it, I, I like that a lot. I like you know, when I worked at the Boston Globe, they had a printing press like in the building. Wow. And so that was so on my way out, like on late nights, I'd walk down through the presses and like hang out with those guys. And so like that was like this cool kind of like, you know, a little throwback Thursday feel like, hey, I'm going to go hang out. You know, yeah. with the newspaper guys. Printing press, different than WordPress. Very. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I, again, I want to, I don't, I don't want to leave any stone unturned. No. I want to explain. If this is called Rembrandt Rembrandt Explains. You, you should be explaining. Why not explain print journalism <laughs> to people? Printing 15 press. things you didn't know about newspapers. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> Gutenberg. <laughs> uh, but so, so how long have you had this specific So post? in like re- in like form- formally, I've had it for about a month now, maybe two months. But in reality, this is the job I've been doing since August, since the very beginning of Ferguson. Yes. When you when um, you essentially moved to Ferguson. more or less, I spent basically six months back and forth between DC and Ferguson. A lot, a lot of time in Ferguson. First place we met. We in fact met the day I was arrested in Ferguson. We met earlier that afternoon in. Or was it? No, 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 no. Maybe it was t- the day before. The day before. The day before in TJ Fridays. TJ Fridays. Shout out TJ Fridays. Unlimited potato skins yes, at TJ Fridays. Unlimited. And we were sitting there. And, and I, what I always remember about this is we weren't even that hungry. We had just covered this like Sharp. Like Sharpton had just come. You yes. just done like this rally or something. Came through with the crew. Like deep. Just, just deep. Eight so deep. deep. We're at <laughs> stairs to this courthouse. <laughs> and Sharpton was rolled so deep with these people. It's so hot outside. It's middle of August. And we're like, all right, let's go get some Wi-Fi and like do some work. We, we pop up. I'm like, all right, let's get these, let's get these unlimited potato skins. Yeah. And they probably served us 107 potato it was skins like, uh, in 25 minutes. Our, um, our dear friend Aaron Wack had about five. Yeah. I, think I, had, I think I had around 20, and I think yeah. Wesley was like nearing 80. We, this is housing A lot potato of skins. potato skins were consumed. Like, you can't say unlimited and we not. Were te- we were going to test it out. We wanted to see what we were going to deal with. Um, yeah. You know, it was... You know, shouts out to uh, TJ Fridays. Yes, um, at all locations. And shouts out to uh, my buddies at the Washington Post for approving that expense report, those potato skins clutch. (laughs) I appreciate it. Uh, I'm, about to, I'm about to get an email like, in like five minutes like, concerning your August the, the post actually bugged this room yeah, yeah. They, concerning your August 11th expense report from TJ Friday St. Louis unlimited Un- what, what exactly do you mean by unlimited how about you report back to DC right now right now so about that new job vetoed but yeah uh, but it is oh. it's been I feel like that's a at that time it didn't seem like the for me it didn't seem like this was going to be such a beat we were we were Not still yet. we were we still, still living in those early moments you know we're like we were thinking about thinking as if things were isolated yeah. incidents Exactly. And we didn't quite, you know, because you also remember that was so early. At that point, uh, John Crawford hadn't happened. Yeah. Um, the, like, Eric Gardner had happened, but it hadn't, but we were still waiting to see what was going to go on. Yeah. Like, the, off, the grand jury hadn't met yet. Yeah. Tamir Rice hadn't happened yet. Yeah. And so it was so, so early. And we didn't even know anything. Like, that was the thing that people forget about the early days of Ferguson. Yeah. we didn't know anything. We didn't know what happened. The police weren't answering any questions. Like, we didn't know Darren Wilson's name. It feels like years ago. Like, it actually it feels less than like a year. You know, it feels like years ago, though. Yeah. And and yeah, now, like I said, it feels like almost every day we got a new name, a new anecdote, a new story to go cover, a new city in the country to go yeah. pop into. But you're able to rock the beard. 
I'm Be- working on it. Beard gang? A little, little, little beard game. I can't, um, I can't do this. I actually, you know, I should have made a switch because this is the better beard side. This side's a little, little patchier, a little patchier. So this hey. is not, this seat is not quite on brand for me. I'm sorry. Um, we might have to go to the booth and, you know, maybe. <laughs> we could Photoshop some facial hair into the side. You should have brought this up. I would have let you sit in my seat had I known about good side, bad next, side. Next season. Next season. <laughs> yeah. Next season. <laughs> next season. The sweets are actually changed. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I want my guests to always be on their best side. Best okay. side. Uh, speaking, so Wesley and I, we've uh, we've known each other. Uh, we we are colleagues. We are friends, and you know, I feel like we'll be we'll be colleagues and friends for a long time. And I hope that that never turns into something where suddenly like a rap a rap beef a rap beef where like. All this animosity builds up, and then suddenly you write ten thousand words about me in the New Republic. In the New Republic, uh, which is is an allusion to something that. Ha- so this is this is this is Monday, and a, a piece now exists on the internet forever, and it's a it's amazing. Uh, it is a. And Wesley will explain the piece because I've, I've still not powered my way through the, the entire through piece. It. But basically, it's, it's the piece is called The Ghost of Cornell West. The Ghost of Cornell West. Written by uh, scholar Michael Eric Dyson. Mm-hmm. Give, give give some like bullet points it's about this. It's a very long Yeah, about, about 10,000 10, words. Yeah. Um, obviously very well written. Um, yes. But kind of a dissertation. And, and, you know, in the background here always has been that there's been this kind of clash um, between Cornell West and now many of the other kind of black thought leader, black scholar yes. types yes. Um, since the election of President Obama. Essentially, uh, Cornell West has not been very happy with any of his, you know, brothers and sisters. Uh, yes. He thinks they're sellouts because he's really mad at President Obama for any number of reasons, <laughs> like for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. like going back to some like personal stuff. Yes. Um, and I guess Michael Eric Dyson, who is a mentee of Cornell West, um, they go back. They got like with, real history, which very, very much complicates the it, idea of this piece happening in the first place. Correct. It was a little, it's a little, you know, personal. It's a little personal. But he wrote essentially a 10,000-word takedown of Cornel West uh, in what is one of the most epic – like the only way to describe this is almost as like when your high school friend group dissolves and, and that one dude writes that long email to everybody else about like – why you guys don't kick it with Clinton anymore? Like this is like wow. this long yeah. piece. Not Clinton like, Yates. No, yeah, no, no. We're definitely kicking with Clinton. That's my homeboy. Like, that's just a name. Yeah, no, that's definitely not Clinton. We're not. There's no animosity here. Like it's my boy. Um, unfollow Clinton Yates. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's it's almost like from what I what I've read. I, again, yeah. I've not yeah. read the whole thing, but like to take that analogy a little uh, like a little further, it's not just like I write an email about you. The, that everyone sees it's like I, it's like direct it's not about you it's like to you it's to you cc'd everyone that you, and, and, that, and, that and knows you printed it in the yearbook yeah, like, yeah you <laughs> put it in the yearbook <laughs> and then the yearbook goes viral <laughs> like it is it is so like, it like, the thing you were saying it's like it it feels very personal it, and, well, and so a lot of the bullet points are also very personal. And so it's like this, it's like a thesis. It's like a doctoral statement where like he eases you into it and he's mm-hmm. like, listen, there's been this little beef and I respect Cornel West. Ooh, which is like, always a, which is how, you know, ooh, ease, ease him in a little bit. You know, 
With all due respect, it's going to be Cornell West. <laughs> brother Rhett. Yeah, brother, brother, brother West. Brother West. And then the next, you know, 9,000 words are not Ooh. quite so with due respect. And so, and so, you know, some of these kind of grievances being aired here are one, you know, Michael Eric Dyson is upset that Cornell West has developed this habit of going on national television and calling people like Michael Eric Dyson and Melissa Harris Perry essentially Uncle Toms and sellouts. Uh, 2015, still very much fighting words. If, yeah. If any of my friends, peers, or enemies, uh, go on national television and call me that. Like, For, forget national television. Like, don't let me be in a group text. Group text. With you, a, like a Slack. A, like a, a, a Snapchat. <laughs> no oh, <laughs> caption. That's us. I, I. I will. I, I will find the nearest outlet <laughs> and, and write ten thousand words and just destroy you. That, that like, is a that game is a, over. <laughs> that's a threat from River Brown to everyone he's ever met. <laughs> Go on. It's going to be like a lead anecdote to a profile <laughs> I write one day. And then we were on the podcast at when Rem declared. Hey. hey. I'm just, you know to, now. You're now about you get, know. You're about to get so many Snapchats. Hey. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, about to do, I'm about to delete Snapchat <laughs> right now. So, so, so there's a little bad blood there. And Michael Eric Dyson lays out a few arguments. He comes at him in a lot of different ways. He's like, well, first of all, Cornell West not really quite in, quite writing books the way he used to be writing books and kind of comes at him that way Shit. notes that he always has these co-authors a lot of his books aren't even like books he sat down to write but rather are like transcriptions of speeches and these this is yeah. just ether this is this is nas jay-z ether like takeover stuff. like yeah but nas and jay-z made up nas and jay-z said Terrible thing. Like they said, yeah. ter- but this is very different. Different. This, this is, is di- very this is different, different though. This is like very this is, different. You know, so he comes at him about the books. He comes at him about the rap albums. The rap albums, where he's, you know, because Cornell likes to, you know, do some extracurricular, not quite professorial stuff sometimes. I, as a, as a, as a young black man that read a lot of Cornell, Skip Gates. Double, um, double books, yeah. race matters, stuff of the nature. Like I, you come up on Cornell. You come up thinking he's top three smartest black man of, of all, all time. time. Of all time, it's like MLK, Jesus, Cornell, Cornell West. West. Like that's, like, that's cool. Like not, you know, ninety five. Like and, and maybe George Washington Carver slides it, but you know, it depends on what part of the country you grew up in. You know, but those are your three. You, that's what you got? You, you, you know him to be of of the top, the top tier black intellect. <laughs> so I remember when the Cornell West experimental rap albums began mm-hmm. to happen. And, you know, I was still, I was still a young man, uh, still had no right to ever question Cornell West at Never. that point. But I was, there was also a point that I was like, like, what's, what, what's he doing? Why, well, why is he doing this? And, and then Dyson comes at him too for like, for his cameos in the Matrix and like the Matrix movies, See? which are all, you know. I'd forgotten about that until he <laughs> reminded me <laughs> that like, he. You're right. Like he, the dude was in the Matrix. Like maybe, like, I don't know. Like, you know, I hate when people are like, well, what would MLK do? What would he say? But but I like to believe that MLK, like 80-year-old MLK would not have been in, like, the Matrix. He's in, <laughs> you know, like, he he's in, like, Fast 7. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a cameo in Fast 7. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's preaching. At like, oh, my God. Yeah. We, no. can't, we, have, we cannot. Okay. I, I'm ending that. Yeah. But, but I just had this one thought. About like somehow Martin Luther King being Vin Diesel's father 
And I, I will not be able to get that thought out of my head. And the only reason I said it is that hopefully it gets stuck in all of your heads too. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so what we're 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 talking about a lot about <clears throat> you know West by way of Dyson, but yeah. it's for me. It's also so you have you have what you read, but there's also the like. Why now? Like why? Like why? Why? Why write this? Like why? Like it's yeah. The timing seems really suspect. It's an interesting. It's an interesting timing. You know, I think what what I do find, mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a, a theme. It's like this last like year and a half of of Obama as president is going to be a amazingly well. That's the thing. So this this is like is like it throws the flag down like. Oh, you thought like, we were playing? Like we got, this, we got 18 months left. Like, like you just wait. You like, just wait. Just, just grab onto something. Like, it's we're going to wild out right now. Like, this is like no games. Yeah. And it's also like, okay, I, I feel like for so long there was a lot of, I want to be in the good graces of President Obama. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I need to be thinking about post President Obama. Exactly. Because no one really knows what he's going to do. But. When it comes down to like who Obama sends that like email out to, when it's like, yo, come, I want to talk about this stuff. I want to chill. Like, I want to go to Route 100 party. Like, I want to go to Hamptons. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, President Obama, if you're watching this, <laughs> if you could slide us some invites to the Route 100 party. Hey, I, we're trying. I'd be down. We're out here. We're hustling. We're, try- we're doing what we can. We got podcasts. We got new we got, job. We got new come job. We're in a tie, we're in a jacket. That's that's a that's a uh, the first black emoji. This is before the, before black emoji. I don't have any proof on this. this. Is a civil rights moment. This I would a- like to say that this was the first black emoji. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. This, this, is, a, this is a civil rights moment. But I, I think wh- a black first in the studio is the avatar of Rembrandt Explains, which is a brown tone skin man that kind of looks like me a little, a little bit like you that also kind of looks like the new emojis except this came first i'm not asking for credit a little a little hat tip a little hat tip a little, a little, a little tip know, of the little... hat i'm just you know i i would just like to think that maybe one helped usher in another whatever i think you deserve credit for it i think i think i think what's important is i I think there's a lot of problematic stuff in this piece, but as typically is my opinion, I'm glad it happened. Uh, I don't, yes. I don't, I don't know if it needed to be ten thousand words. I don't think, I don't know if it needed to be as much of a attempt as at character assassination. But but, but let's have the, let's have the you know like put it out there. These are two grown 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 ass intellects that. <laughs> If you're gonna listen, if you're gonna come at like the one thing that is clear is Brother West, time and time again, came at people's necks. So you got you you, you when you do that, you immediately leave yourself open. Uh, you, you can't be mad at Dyson for clapping back. You know, like listen, hey. and I'm not mad at him. You know, as long as it's not my friend group throwing down in the pages of the New Republic. Like hey. I'm sure that their like email chain with like. Cornell West and Tavis Smiley and like Michael Eric Dyson is like wild right now. Woo! Oh yeah, we were talk- that's what we were talking about. We were like, there are definitely people out there that are just friends with Cornell and Michael Eric Dyson. So there definitely 
getting texts from outsiders being like, yo, you talked to Cornell today? Yeah, you heard from that dude? You talked to Michael, how's he feeling? How's he feeling? Why why is he retweeting all these compliments? You You gotta tell him to stop. You gotta tell him to stop. But, you know, I think from my vantage point, I can't help but, you know, think of myself in the future and like, yo, I hope, like, I hope one day just like, you know, Joel Anderson doesn't say the wrong thing about me and I have to come at I him like 10,000 words because, you know, Joel, you know, he, people <laughs> might, <laughs> might have to come at Joel's neck. But it might happen. Might happen. You don't but never know. It's it's just interesting to watch this play out, especially when mm. I don't think this was on anyone else's mind. No one, no one went to bed on so this piece <laughs> dropped on Sunday night. No one went to bed on Saturday. Like, you know, I wonder what's going on with Cornell, Michael, Eric Dyson. I right got now. this. It like there's I just, something in the like, air. Like, there's something. There's a disturbance in the force. Like the black <laughs> intellectual is there. Something like, and that's how you. That's what you wonder too. Like, did something happen? Was it somebody's birthday party last weekend? Was it, were they all kicking it at, like Mark Morial's birthday bash at like? Cornell had one too many gin and tonics and like said something, you know, like because what precipitates like, all right, you know what, that that draft email, I'm sending that. I'm saying that's a new republic. Maybe tonight. Tonight. <laughs> I, is, I've been sitting on this for a decade. I'm gonna just make some topical additions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to make it feel like 2015. Let me update this. Yeah, but. No. Dropping some new reference to Kendrick album. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to pimp a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend uh, reading that in, in, its, in, 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 in its, its entirety and, you know, making your own, um, have your own opinions about it. Uh, I have two more things to talk about right. with you. Uh, both Wesley and I are from great, often shaded on towns. Often. Uh, my, myself from Atlanta, Georgia. Wesley yeah. from Cleveland, Ohio. And, and there's a world in which our teams meet in the Eastern Conference Finals. There's a world in which that should happen if the two best teams in the East meet. How are you feeling about your Cavs right now? Um, I'm excited. Um, as always with the Cavs, cautiously optimistic. Yes. You know, to use a little dodge there. But I'm, you know, I'm still, I'm still not quite over the LeBron heartbreak. I'm one of those people. You mean like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like way like, back, like I'm holding up like preheat. Yes, some like That's some like Michael Eric Dyson, Cornell West beef. Like, <laughs> Yo, drop ten thousand words, LeBron. I got ten thousand words. Like you just wait. I'm if they lose the New Republic right now, if they lose, just drop those. Saying, just, I know you already wrote them. They're in. A few topical updates. Like there'll be a new Kanye album out by then. Uh, like, Yo, new Cuddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. But I was like, all right, he came back. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm, you know, because the thing is, think about, especially if you're around my age and yes. you grew up in Cleveland. And I only live in Cleveland for about half, the, half of my years. But my best friends who are like diehard Cavs fans. Yes. LeBron James is actually the only tangible good sports thing that has ever happened to them in their entire lives. Yes. With the exception of like the 1997 Indians, like, like Kenny Loft and Jim Tomey. Albert Bell. Who lost to the Atlanta Braves? Here we go. Here we go. Bang, bang, bang! Best day. Ah, uh, we won't talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, I set that up for you, didn't I? But that but, was. I'll pay. I'll vend you right you. now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's LeBron. What else you got? It's LeBron. Your football team literally got stolen from you, and then they won a national championship. <laughs> like you, like you have a pretty sad existence if you're a 25 year old Cleveland sports kid. Until yeah. LeBron James comes around. Yeah. And it's like, homegrown guy, real nice, everyone likes him. This team of misfits like Anderson Verjao and like Damon Jones. Damon Jones. Yes. Damon Jones. Exactly. You know, so 
so when LeBron left, it really was, I remember it was my 20th birthday. Mm-hmm. It's the night of my 20th birthday. And I'm sitting in Michigan. I was interning in Detroit, just watching the decision, just watching it. And just being so upset. I'm with my buddy, and he's just like, you, you cool, dude? And I'm like, ah. I don't know, but then, but then I got worried because I was because I was I was gonna be okay, but I was like, yeah, but what about like actual real diehard fans? Like, I gotta send some text messages, make sure they're not alone. Yeah, like I had some, we do some welfare checks that yes. night. Yes, and so I'm not, I don't quite forgive LeBron yet for like that moment what he of put, like, yeah, for, for that burden he placed on me. Like you almost lost all your friends. Yeah, all like everyone. How dare he? Like, yeah, I feel like this is this yeah. is so funny. I don't think there are a ton of moments. Mm-hmm. Like this, like there's so like those moments where you remember where you are exactly where it for was. For some like, reason, the decision is one of those things where so many people I've talked to remember where they were, where they had to find a TV to watch because no one knew what was going to happen. No one knew what was going to happen. I was at a I was at a bachelor party <laughs> at a lake house, and we like weren't even convinced that like the tea, like there was going to be like there was going to work. Yeah, and then we found it because like it was in the middle of summer, right? It's the middle of summer. It was and, in July. And we were we were all just like, oh my god. One, why is he wearing that silly like, ass what, outfit? What is, what is this Boys and Girls Club <laughs> yeah, gym he's this, in right now? Like, this ever this feels so wrong. It was and so awkward, which it was. It was. But but now that he's back, and mm-hmm. you know, you also have, I think his saving grace is that, like, like there's also Kyrie there, and Kyrie can play. Who had like, like he can play. Had like you know like the similar like was you know once LeBron left, Kyrie was just there having to deal with like tough Cavs times again, mm-hmm. but like didn't bounce. He and, stuck it out, and, and so it's like the ultimate reward. And so it's like if this guy back. can forgive LeBron, then maybe, maybe you know what it's like. It's like it's when the girl breaks up with your boy, and your dude's torn up about it. Yes, and so you're mad at her. Not you're not even like you're just like you're cool with her still, kind of like maybe she's on like some precipice of a friend group. But, but you're, just still but you're mad. like, but you're mad. And then and like he's going through some stuff. You're like having to talk to him, you know, like. And then they get back together, and you're like, well, I'm still kind of mad at her because like. She ruined some of my hangouts. I know, but I'm not really allowed to be you mad took, at you like, anymore. You took like two months away from like things, like my friendship. Yeah, like we had that, like we had that trip planned, <laughs> and he ruined, was crying about you the whole time. You ruined like, my Saturdays exactly. for two months. <laughs> yeah, but now you're back, and so like I can't really still be pissed at her because like he's because he's, he's not, yeah. and this isn't really about me. Is like I mean, I feel like the, the entire theme of this podcast is just uh, petty. Yeah, you're like, petty. Like, like, yeah I, I think so. You know, sometimes you're pe- but sometimes you're petty. 2015 is the year of petty. I think that this is it's a, th- a theme. The theme of being petty. I like that. I like it. The year. So, I, you know, no one, still no one believes in the Hawks. Fine. <laughs> I welcome it. I welcome it. Uh, Represent. As I wear my Hawks hat. Uh, we're both 1-0 and yeah. in the playoffs so far. And any smart basketball person I talk to is like, yeah, like I think y'all have a very good chance of making the Eastern Conference Finals, and then you'll probably have to play against the Cavs. So all I'll say is, let's see, let's just, we'll see. You know, let's we'll just see what happens. Like said, season four, I'll come back. I'll wear I'll wear my Cavs NBA champions apparel. I'll gift you. I'll gift you some. I'll pick some up and bring it in. Appreciate that. It's very uh, nice of you. Great. You're you're you're, you're so know. kind. I'm, I'm I'm glad you're here. Anything for anything, <laughs> anything so for a friend. Here. Anything for a friend. 
Um, but yeah, seriously though, if the Brooklyn Nets win one game off of us, I'm like burning down my apartment. Well, and, well, and so that and that's what I'm torn on too, because you know, I grew, like I said, I grew up in Jersey before I moved to Cleveland, and so like Carrie Kittles, listen, Carrie Kittles owns a Wendy's in Inglewood, New Jersey. No, listen. Listen, so Harry Kittles <laughs> owns a Wendy's. I grew up, the Wendy's I grew to, went to growing up had like pictures of Carrie Kittles all over the walls. Oh, that's amazing. And it was basically the best thing that ever happened. Carrie Kittles, Keith Van Horn, I still have my Kenyon Martin jersey. Like, these are legendary people. Legends. From, from like even my childhood. And I wasn't even a Nets fan, but like that team, it was just misfits. Complete misfits. Jason Williams kept breaking his legs like every year. God. And it was. Kid. Jason, dick kid. So the saddest thing that ever happened in my entire adult life was Jason Kidd becoming a basketball coach. <laughs> Jason Kidd was a god. You know, so I grew, up, I grew up a Nets fan before I moved to Cleveland and became a Cavs fan. And the Nets were terrible. We used to go to like terrible. 50 games a year because they would give you – they're like – Is that I, I, IZOD? No, it was before IZOD. It was when they were still in Conti- Continental Airlines Arena. Wow. Um, in Newark – or not Newark, in uh, Elizabeth. Somewhere, somewhere in New Jersey. Jersey it's, it's all the all, same. It's all true. And so they um, – but they basically give the tickets away. Like you got $5, you get a T-shirt and a McDonald's Happy Meal. You can like, and, walk like, down to the bottom. You can go down to the court. <laughs> and so there was this one time my dad took me. There was a job fair he, there um, and he was like a recruiter working uh-huh. and they got tickets. And so we were in Continental Airlines Arena for – hours before this game and he's like you want to see if we can go down the locker room and i was like to this day the single coolest thing my dad has ever said to me in any context That's dope. i'm like do i want to break into the new jersey nets locker room yes with you yes right now so it's the kind of thing that like if i did with my friends and got arrested they'd be like what were you thinking like, you, you raised what? you better than this. exactly my dad's like you want to go you want to go i'm like yes and so we go in and it's like J- jason kidd's jersey is just hanging there and i'm like this is the best moment of my life. This is the single best moment of my life. Worst case scenario, mom gets mad at your dad. dad. But you're like, I'm chill. I'm just, I, I was just, I'm in, in sixth grade. What are you gonna like? It's not my I, fault. I'm just hanging out with my dad. I thought we were allowed to go down there. <laughs> well, we were just lost. Yeah. No, no, what? <laughs> we didn't mean to be here. That's great. Well, I, I genuinely wish uh, the new version of the Nets the worst <laughs> of luck, and I and I wish the uh, Cleveland the best of luck. For the next like two and a half weeks, until you guys, until you guys meet up, yeah. you know. Final thing. <laughs> uh, so Wesley, you live in DC. I do, in fact, live in DC. DC uh, has a lot of events, a lot of happy hours, mm. a lot of uh, things where people wear suits. A lot of suits. A lot of suits. Uh, but it also has that thing that no one else, no other city has, the White House Correspondents Dinner, aka. The political Grammy Oscar Tonys. Yeah, basically the lamest event in the United States. <laughs> that um, I'm dying to go to. That you have to come to. But next, next year. Next year, I'm saving it all up. I'm about We're to start stockpiling those to, event invites right now. I'm about to come through so strong. <laughs> you like email Vanity Fair tomorrow and be like, "Hey, I was wondering if I get if I get a ticket to your party 2016." Like 2016. <laughs> I'm just trying to like you know get my connections in. It's like, hey, hey, I, I know you have to worry about this year. Like, I hear you guys are having a pre-party next April. Next year, like, do you? Can have, I get on that list? Is there you, like? Do you have a location? Is there for someone the I can meet with? 2016. When that? What's one? that save the date going to come out? But you, I mean, this is. Say what you want, like this is in your backyard, and it's like time to it's time to flex a little bit, a little bit, a, a little, little bit, bit, a little bit, a little bit. You know, because you always have to remember kind of where you. You know, one of the one of the favorite things that I, I did when I worked at the LA Times briefly, and my boy was the pop music writer for the LA Times. Okay. So he, I get him to take me his his plus one to everything. That's like Grammy is a part. Like, and so 
And I was, and so I'm kind of like hearkening back to that a little bit. Like it's going to be the busiest time that I've had since then. This is going to be nonsense. Yes. Like everyone being insane for days. Like I've got like like what, events. What day do we? Is this like? It feels like the the big spring weekend in college where like technically. It starts on Friday, but like if you're about that life, it starts like Wednesday afternoon. Like when 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 does it start? So the earliest thing I know of is Tuesday night. <laughs> Tuesday Tuesday night mixer. Yo, um, I might come down for a day. You got to come down. You wait, come down for wait. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow night. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night's a crazy night in DC because like, so there's some correspondence dinner stuff. There's also a Kesha concert, and so like a lot. You know, so there's, like, there's a lot happening in DC oh, tomorrow night. Son. Yeah, I know. I might have to. Yeah. be about that a sell a life tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. We'll, let's, we'll, we'll, talk we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. We'll talk yeah, about off that. the record. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> when I when I expense like two Kesha <laughs> tickets. <laughs> Important source meeting. Son, son, there are a lot of people that I need to talk to. Yeah, but. Um, but then, then there's a bunch of Wednesday stuff like mixers and then like a brunch on Thursday and mm. panel discussions and then like more mixers and then Friday things like pop off, pop off. Go to, go to 18. Yes, exactly. Like you got like the big two. parties, the big mixers, the big brunches, events all day. And then Saturday is like the game time. Yeah. Like game time because you have all the pre-parties. So basically the, the White House Correspondence Center is in this hotel. Um, and people line up like like real celebrities are going to be there or something. And there are. Like, people there are. invite real celebrities. Yeah. So there's like a red carpet and everything. And there's a bunch of us like lame reporters walking in and like rented tuxedos. Okay. Like, and people and foreigners are taking pictures of us. They think we yes. might be famous. Yes. Which it's a pretty cool life. And then, like and then you go downstairs and there's all these pre-parties. Like the Washington Post is a pre-party and like Yahoo has a pre-party. That's dope and, that y'all are throwing a party. That's a good look. It, that's a good, that's, that's one party you know you can go to. Every time. Every like, time. I even have a plus one. Like, you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, my dude Wesley. Get at me. Yeah. Yeah. Plus one, no. Plus one, no. We we need to put this out soon. We can't put this out too soon. No, 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 no. I don't want to be getting overwhelmed with. I understand. So we we got our party. Everyone, you know, so you go to the pre-parties and then then everyone leaves because almost no one gets tickets to the actual dinner. So like the last correspondence dinner is like a thousand people get tickets to it. But like. 20,000 people come to the event or for the event. And so everyone goes to like get sushi and like watch the event on TV. And then everyone goes to the after parties. That's see, that's the part I didn't know. Yeah. Like the the look is not to go to the dinner. It's to like plan your night around all the other stuff. It's like kind of a, like a, a, an emotional, physical, like nap time. Like, Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna recharge the battery. Probably recharge the phone. What exactly? Mo- Mophie Mo- life. Exactly. Multiple Mophie life. <laughs> you know, but like, you, what you do is it's it's like it's like prom, where like you get dressed up, get your rented tuxedo, your mom gets you your corsage, you're you're looking good. You go to the house, you take some pictures, you do all that stuff, then you go to dinner. Then after dinner, like you might stop back at that house because. You know, dinner might have ended early. It's not like you're adults. It's not like you're drinking wine and like kicking it. You're like a bunch of sixteen year olds. Yes. You don't have anything to talk about at this fancy dinner, Literally. some restaurant you've never been to before. Like, okay, yeah, I get it. We're at Benihana's. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. And like, I've never really talked to this girl ever in my life, other than when I asked her to prom. Yeah. And, like, and now my mom, my mom only gave me sixty dollars. Yeah, and like, I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, I don't I, even know what this food is. <laughs> like, where's some seafood restaurant? I don't know. <laughs> Do, do I like oysters? I don't know. Like, get the one, just put a bunch of barbecue sauce yeah, in the shrimp. Yeah. Like, but you guys got calamari, right? All right, cool. <laughs> yes. And so, and so then maybe before the dance, 
You guys go and you kick it at one of the, someone in the group's house. Yes, yes. You know everything you're saying is very. You recharge familiar. the phones. You like set up. You like loosen the tie a little bit. You yes. get you prep for then the the event. Yes. And so that's kind of what it is. You go to the you get all done up. You go to the pre parties. You kick it. You drink. You hang out, and then everyone leaves. Gets dinner. Charges the phone. This is like then like. The adults are like, okay, leave for a while. Yeah, exactly. Like you go, go, you go to the kids' table. We're gonna go talk about adult things. We're gonna go kick it with the president for a little bit in this and then, room, and, and then we'll have a big party afterwards. That's great. Is the party at the same hotel? Or, well, no, so, no, there's, there's so, thousands, the, there's, so the, yeah, exactly. So, so a lot of the most of the pre parties are in the same hotel, in their like other ballrooms uh, or their other rooms, gotcha. and then the after parties are typically at other locations throughout Washington. How? Because DC, like, t- like. Like normal DC shuts down at two. Yes. Does this night end at two? It you know, and so I'm not I'm not a veteran of this. So I only did it last year was my first year okay. doing the kind of party scene a little bit, and uh-huh. like I wasn't cool enough to be invited to all the stuff. Um, still not. We're working on it. Hey, but you got a you got a week. I, I got time. I got time. As soon as Wesley leaves here, he's like, "Yo, I got to start figuring my." I'm start hitting some people up. Understand. Like, listen, did you see me on the? Did you see me on the podcast though? <laughs> Like, did you hear I said plus you, one? Yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you hear it? But what I remember of it, it still kind of ended around two-ish. I know some of the parties go a little bit later. But like even then, by two, like you, like you, well, you've been, you've been you've going been out for since like, four. Yeah, you've like been that's going. the thing about those early nights. Yeah. Like those early afternoons. No one's really trying to still be partying at two when you st- one you're in like a three piece suit and two you've been going since four or yeah. five or you know it. There's a lot. There's a lot happening. I understand. Well, I, I, I'm gonna live vicariously through the gram. Gonna be a lot of grams going on. A lot of grams. Uh, I Photoshop you into some. It's like that Drake app where you can like. You know, that's all. Oh, oh, all, we got season all four. One, we're gonna roll that out. The all beginning one is a Rember app <laughs> of, of me photoshopped into like <laughs> people's correspondence <laughs> dinner photos. Just like I'm gonna put on a nice suit yes. and just like take a picture and put that in. This was great. I uh, we talked about the three main things that I wanted to talk about, all very topical. Uh, this is exactly how I wanted to start season three. I took people were asking me like, "What's with the big gap?" I, I kind of just like stopped it for a month and a half. Yeah, but to be honest, it was like, "Yo, there are a lot of podcasts happening now." There are a lot of podcasts. So it's, 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 it's like a, a it's like a big podcast market right now so i need yeah it's a big market and i was like i need to sit back and like think about where i sit in this podcast in this podcast world exactly and i was like hey i think i know i want to do i think i want to talk to wesley about intellectual black (laughs) rat beefs you 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 had a premonition that this ten thousand word piece was going to drop something is happening and i feel like wesley's in town (laughs) there's a disturbance in the force and Carrie Kittles and like you just it, it all came together. The Hawks won and the Cavs won and Wesley has a plus one. Great. Let's do this. Sir. Thank you. Anytime. Pleasure. I'm glad I caught you in in New York for the brief hours that you're here every now and then. Every now and then. Um season three, episode one. Please listen, subscribe, all that Do all those things. All those things. Do them all right that, now. Do them right now and then subscribe just, and just keep subscribing. I don't even know that that's not even how it <laughs> no, no, works. No, no, yeah, just, no, well, just, okay. just subscribe and unsubscribe yeah, and then just, resubscribe again. Yeah, just like be about yeah. this Remember Explains <laughs> Life. We're coming real hard this season. And yeah, keep listening, keep watching, and uh, until next time. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Grantland. 
to hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on podcast.